0: Hello, everybody. I hope you're well. About an hour after we'd finished the recording for this episode, I got an email from iTunes politely informing me that the following podcast has not been included in the iTunes podcast directory. Now, I looked into it, and it looks like there were a couple of validation errors in the feed that's supplied by Squarespace that we provide for iTunes. The feed has now been fixed, and I've contacted Apple to see if there's a way that we can get relisted without having to start again. If we do have to resubmit and start again, that means that if you want to continue listening to the show, show then you'll have to resubscribe but you know we'll cross that bridge when we come to it uh, we're still on stitcher and you can still get the show at the hyphen airwaves.com We're not Twit, so we're not losing any money or anything. It's just a little bit frustrating, you know how it is. But, you know, we do this for the fun of it. And speaking for myself, I'm not particularly in it for fame and fortune. I just want to do a fun podcast every week, really. Uh, We'll keep you posted on Twitter at Airwavescast and on the G Plus community. But while I've got you here, I'd just like to say a huge thank you to everybody who's downloaded the show so far. It means a lot to us that uh, people enjoy what we do, and we hope you carry on listening. So here it is, Episode 7. Enjoy Nature films on the Oculus Rift comicsology bought by Amazon Stephen Colbert taking over The Late Show Who will make sense of all of this? I don't know, it's, it's the airwaves With any luck, the download you just completed was a little smaller than normal. Yes, we're working hard to get this thing a little lighter. This is The Airwaves, the show that discusses the week's movie, TV, streaming and media news. With me this week to talk about absolutely everything, without fail, from beginning to end, Mr. Tony Blood. How are you doing, sir? Not bad, and you? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good has to be said not a not a bad weekend not a bad weekend no no we we actually we actually got the orange skyball and everything indeed indeed and you were enjoying some uh you were enjoying some
1: some 90s tunes
0: this weekend I believe.
1: yeah yeah you know in the sun Yeah, spotify it uh, it was on random and it just kept coming up with the 90s stuff oh dear and then it dragged me back to the 80s so brilliant <laughs> brilliant <laughs> well
0: next up he went away for a few seconds but now he's back mr alex g fox how are you doing sir I'm back, checking my knobby's in the right position. That's and a terrible that's thing the one to say. My, uh, that's the one
2: on my mixer. Um, yeah, I'm all I'm. I'm all right. thank you. Mm. I can't think... I've, I'm halfway between looking at went in and going, that's going to be cold by the time we finish. Oh. And um, wondering why my video disappeared, but I'm back. Excellent. And, um, you know, raring to go. Well, let's see. Let's see if you can infuse us into being red.
0: Well... Well, may, 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 maybe the next person on the cast list will have you, uh, have you more enthused. Last but not
3: least, fresh from releasing a smaller episode of his own, Carl Madden. <laughs> yes, hello, sir. And you was on our show as well this week, so there I, you was, I, I was cross, on the show. Some, some cross-pollinisation there going on.
0: Indeed. In, in, indeed. We only got 15 <laughs> minutes. So I didn't, didn't quite get to cover absolutely everything, but it was a good time.
3: It was an informative 13 minutes, actually. Have, you know, you don't want to be picky about these things, but, you know, two minutes here and there. What's that between friends? Hey, well, quite. <laughs> there we what go.
2: Do well, get with, uh, what do you get if you um, cross-pollinate a, a Madden
3: with uh, a it? A Cladden? <laughs> or a Mewit? I'm not a sure. M- a Mewit. <laughs> you get something you won't want to see sneak up behind you in the bar. That's what you get. No, quite
0: steal all your money right with a new episode (laughs) with a new episode comes a new segment, The Lab. This is the technology news and it's and it's very, very interesting this week. Next, Attenborough documentary being filmed for Oculus Rift. This story from Ars Technica, that wonderful internet publication. John Morris, commercial director of Atlantic Productions, which will be the maker of the Borneo-based show, told entertainment site Real Screen that the company had acquired several Ocu- Oculus Rift developer kits and that it was hoping to make conquest. Of the skies, the first major wildlife production available on available to view on the headsets. Now, this I think we were discussing this once, Carl. This is the first step on the ladder to making this a truly great thing, isn't
3: it? It is, and actually, it's kind of strange in a way, because history kind of repeats itself as usual. Because I think. Now you have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but I don't think I remember reading when the, when like cinema came along for the first time, they went off to the jungle and they filmed the jungle because like people couldn't see, you know, back in America and back in Britain, hmm. what these places were like. So it was their first real look at what these places were like. And now we're going to have, again, we're going to have natural history shown to us on this new format. And, um, the fact, that if you can just go where, where are they? Where were they filming this again? In what's the title of the? Yeah, so Con- well, it says "Conquest of the Skies" as well. So I'm assuming they're going to be lots of flying around and things like that. So if you can strap on an Oculus Rift and look around 360 degrees, and you're up in the air flying with the birds and the bees and the god knows what else up there, that is going to be brilliant. But not only that, any other. Thing as well so say that when they do these like they go right down to the ground and you and they show you life as an ant for example <laughs> <laughs> to be able to look around and see a big massive human being well you i'd, I'd get to find out what you lot see when i come along so hey. it'd be a, a fantastic thing <laughs> no i reckon i reckon natural history is a really good um beginning to show this stuff off um because you literally, you know, if you if you're going somewhere exotic and wonderful, you know, well, not many people want to hike up a mountain to see, you know, <laughs> these rare rare sights. Excellent. But if you can just strap on a goggle, yeah, and look around you and experience, well, you know, some like at least visually and maybe audially as well, what these places are like. I think that is fantastic. Yeah, for for those who cannot be bothered, there's the Oculus Rift, isn't there? <laughs>
0: I mean
2: this, how are you how are you ever gonna see an vice unless you hike up a mountain? Indeed.
1: Tone, you're yeah. gonna I mean, yeah, th- this reminds me of like the first time I ever went to see anything in IMAX and it was a series of little you know, I think it was at the one in Bradford and it was a series of these little documentary, you know, where they were basically the idea was you're flying through a scene, you know. It was exactly this sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah for the IMAX, you know, to show it off and then you know, there was even a scene where you're flying through space as well. You know, it was, it, it is a really effective way of showing off you know, new tech like this. It's, it's a brilliant idea. Does this kind of thing but, interest you, Alex? Well,
2: yeah, I mean, I, I am a natural history watcher, viewer, interester. When I was growing up, here you go. I don't know if you know, or you do remember I did all those uh, inspirational talks to the, uh, the school recently. And my opening line was, When I was growing up, I wanted to be a gorilla catcher. <laughs> now that's actually true. So I, I do have a real affection for this sort of thing. The <laughs> reason why you'd start <laughs> off with something like this, though, How
3: is. Am I was like getting not the nine o'clock news sketch coming <laughs> to my
2: head. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but yeah, I was way before my time then. <laughs> um, nature in its glory, it, if you film it right, it's spectacular. You know, it, that's what you get. That's the best place to start because of no CGI, no, you know, clever gadgets, no brilliant writing, no any of these things are, is ever going to be as extraordinary as what mother, mother Nature has already given us. So it's the perfect place to start. You want, you want a spectacular? You go out there and you show people what they've got because there's soul in it. There's something intrinsic in all of us. Even, even dare I say, it, maybe even Kyle. Kyle? That's the wrong Kyle? Podcast. Kyle. Mm. I haven't got that wrong for about five years now. Ooh. But even someone like Kyle, there's something in our soul that just intrinsically, if we see nature in all its glory and its wonderment and produced to us in a way that, you know, allows us to absorb it, if you like. You can't go wrong. Early photography did the same thing. I mean, but even before film, once... You know, once the original shots of the studio were done, and the, you know the window were taken, all the rest of it. The first things they photographed were stuffed animals, and uh, they went off and they photographed lions and things because of, there were lions in Europe because they'd been brought over a time, but most people didn't really know what a lion looked like. So it's it's a tried and tested method. If you want to get people excited about something visually, you start off. With the greatest visual thing we've got, which is you know, mother nature.
3: Indeed, indeed. Before it's all gone. But what do we think? Do, uh, no, he this... hasn't got a soul. No. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> sold you... my soul ages ago. To who? I got with a, a Kit Kat wrapper.
0: Oh, oh well, there you go. <laughs> the Sam Smith. Speaking yes. of acquisition, what what do we think? Is, is this going? <laughs> is the Facebook acquisition kind of? Dirtying the water for everyone, or is every, or is everyone just looking forward to their first it's nature too early to film holodeck to, moment?
3: It's too early to say, unfortunately. But okay, we all got up at our we all got up on our little high horses the other week when well, yours Facebook, was a full size horse, remember? Facebook bought yeah. it <laughs> because we don't trust Facebook. You know, many of us don't trust Facebook. In the tech world, anyway, don't trust Facebook. But you know, if they leave it alone, if they just let it develop under its own steam, if they just ply it with cash and let the guys get on with their creative process, it might work out fantastic. So it's a we have to wait and see what they're going to do.
2: I doubt this would have happened unless Facebook were involved, because if you're going to do something new and you've got one of the biggest companies in the world, one of the biggest PR backing in the world, one of the biggest groups of social, you know, social network in the world, you know, I don't know what percentage of people on the planet are on Facebook, but if you say new Oculus Rift film coming out, first one, blah, 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 you can get that in front of a billion people's eyes. You do that because it's sponsored by Tesco's, you might get a few thousand, you know, this is why it's happening. This is what Facebook's acquisition has enabled at us. Well,
3: I'm Again. not. Sure. This went through before that occurred, so it might
2: have gone through before it occurred. But now it's now it's a bigger thing. Now it's just, this is going to be before it may have been a almost experimental. If you like, let's make this thing and see what happens and see how it comes out. You have now got an audience. Facebook can. I don't know what they can do, but Facebook can stick a version of this accessible to everybody on Facebook. They can give everyone a teaser. They can give everyone an idea. You know, um, the technology, it's fairly old technology now where you can take pictures of, say, inside um, a grand cathedral and then you can move around with a mouse on the screen Mm -hmm. and whiz it around, which is basically what Oculus Rift is, but you do that controlled in, in full video motion but with your head they can still put this on a 2D thing and let people whiz around and see the wonder of this video and control it themselves. Then add the Oculus Rift. I think it's a it's a stunning move, and I don't think the advancement of this three-dimensional technology for video would work or would be as quick if Facebook hadn't got involved.
1: So, so basically it's a thing where they can get as much benefit as Facebook can get out of it. Yeah, everyone's
2: scratching everyone else's back where this is yeah. it's it's a new thing it's like when the internet started. The internet is only open and free as much as it is now and as much as it remains It's only open and free now because of the way it started if you know if if it had started in a um, a company owned it in the first place and all the rest of it, it wouldn't be open and free. it would work. And then it would have been locked down for people to start having to pay to get involved or get information or anything.
3: Like now? Is,
2: <laughs> well, sort of like now. But this sort of technology, it, it all has to start small and then has to be thrown out to be free to, to get the interest going. It's the Google thing, isn't it? Produce things which are intrinsically free. And Google searching was free. You know, for the first X amount of years of Google, before we were talking before, before AdSense and all the rest of it came along, Google didn't get very much out of it. Everyone said, how's Google ever going to make any money out of this? How's Google as a company going to be ever worth anything? Well, they pressed the button and became worth something. But to start off with, they had to give the world an awful lot for free before they ever got to that stage. And that is where Facebook's money and the Oculus Rift project is at the moment. Yeah,
3: but that's the... Problem, isn't it? Now you've got those situations, and you've got those companies with billions of dollars in their like banks. And as soon as they say something see something interesting crop up, they just swoop in with their paychecks. So you don't get that. You know, these companies, a lot of these companies, I feel now are just being created and developed to be sought to be purchased, not to actually create something long term but I just I think that's the, been
0: that's been the case for a while now people are, I know, people are building entire companies built on applications Instagram for instance isn't it was an entire company built on one silly photo sharing application
3: but now that it seems to me now that a lot of these companies are now looking to be bought rather than developing their own thing and going out there and becoming a rival to these like things like Google and Facebook and Twitter You're, they want to be purchased by these companies
2: yeah but with Google, Facebook and Twitter being so large, there is nothing you can do. What you do, you have a great idea, and then you go to one of these venture capitalist companies and say, I don't know where they get the money from, thanks, frankly." frankly. <laughs> you've got quadrillions worth of squidillions of um, bitcoins or whatever the latest currency is. Can you throw some of that at us? And they say, yeah, okay, but you've got to get to this point by that stage and then you've got to make it saleable onto Twitter, Facebook, or yeah, terrific, exactly. like, whatever, and that's the only way to get funded. You get very small companies that are successful. You get like the people that make the um, ARM processors. You know, it's a British company. It's a smallish company, but that was just before this happened. If you remember, this isn't the first time it happened. It happened, say five, maybe even ten years ago, with what they called the tech bubble. But the thing is, before there was nobody in tech other than Microsoft, that had ever made any real money. But now they've found this new way of basically making money out of us, and we don't even know we're giving them it. Um, there's, the, It's more sustainable, but it's not... These figures are just bigger, you know, the $16 billion for this and this, whatever for that. It, you know, it will burst again, but at least it's slightly more sustainable. But they're making it... Like, this idea of Oculus Rift, it's not a great deal of money in the scheme of tech at the moment. And even if it works a fraction of what they hope it will, we all know the next future is not standing there in front of a screen. It's got to be the next future. The next future can't really be standing there looking at a phone anymore. So, the person, the person, the person, the company, whatever, that gets this right will make, Apple look like Acorn, you know, when they get this right. But they've all got, you've got to take the punt. And uh, to be honest, Facebook have had the, the nerve, and they've done it with Instagram and various things. They've got the nerve to say, we're going to take a punt. And even Google, to a certain extent, they're not taking the punts that Facebook are. And whether you like what their main structure of their... Um, finances come from or not it's what's needed and um, we as customers will benefit in the long run it's just we as customers might not like the fact that we're having to give out earned pennies to one company rather than another you know but if they don't do it we get nowhere and it takes someone like Facebook to go right here's a, a stupid amount of money that no one really understands go out there do something brilliant and let's hope it works.
0: Well, speaking of someone handing over... A- Sorry, Carl, were you going to...
3: Well, I was going to say, yes, true, but I don't have to like it.
2: A bit like the dentist. You need to go, but you don't have to like it. Indeed.
0: Right. Speaking of somebody handing over enormous amounts of money to another company to purchase said company, let's get into yet another... New segment for the show. This is called The Comics. Amazon acquiring... You can see where this is going, can't you? Amazon acquiring digital comics platform, Comicsology. Amazon has just announced that it's acquiring Comicsology, the hugely successful digital comics platform. We've long admired the passion Comicsology brings... ...to changing the way we buy and read comics and graphic novels... ...said Amazon VP of Content Acquisition and Digital Publishing Dave Nagar. We look forward to investing in the business, growing the team... ...and together bringing comics and graphic novels to even more readers... <laughs> Comixology <laughs> operates both a comic store and a mobile comics app which was the top grossing non-game iPad app last year. It also opened a self-publishing platform in 2013, a tactic Amazon has used extensively on its Kindle platform, that story from the verge.com. Now, I think if comics started popping up on my
3: um, you know, on you my Kingle? Amazon Prime account, I'd probably I'd probably start reading comics. But you know he, what, yeah, th- this is perfect because if you wanted any company
1: to, to take, you know,
0: comicsology, yeah. it
1: was going to be Amazon because they, that's how, what they deal in. It's mainly in content,
3: isn't it? Yeah. But here again. This is exactly what we were just talking about, okay? <laughs> you had, you've had got a company now that redefined digital comics. Digital comics were around before Comixology, but they were horrendously bad. There was all PDFs, and <laughs> there was no real structure to them, and there was a piece here, piece there. Comixology mm-hmm. came along, opened up all these all these um, deals with various publishers, pulled it all into one place, made it very easy for you to to look through um, the, the sequence of comics and buy ones here and there, or just buy the whole set. Uh, the presentation was fantastic. Every time I knew... I think they came out with the original iPad as well. I think on day one they had...
0: Mm. I think they may have done, actually, yeah.
3: Yeah, they, they had... I think, certainly, I think it was the Marvel comics, but it was certainly there. And... Uh, and they just went from strength to strength, signing up to both DC and Marvel. Who can say that? Who can they get both camps to play nice together? I mean, come on. Um, anyway, so they've gone on for strength to strength and opened up other platforms and stuff. And yet, here you go. Big company, comes along, offers them lots of money, and they sell out to them. Fair play. I'm not having a go at the, the developers, because if someone offered me... A ton of money. I'm going to take it as well. It's just, it just pains me, unfortunately.
1: Think, so, the thing is, thing is, with this one, I think it's the appropriate company to actually buy it. Whereas Facebook and Oculus Rift, you would not see so much of a connection.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I know you're right because yeah. this is like a because I, I subscribe to the other thing as well, uh, yeah. Marvel Unlimited, which gives me yeah. access to loads of comics, and I just have to pay a yearly fee.
1: See, um, that's the kind of thing they'll probably, you know. It, I mean, if this is available as part of the, you know, Amazon, you know, the, the Prime stuff, you know, like Russ was saying, you know, rather than buy individual, you you know, comics or volumes as you have to now, you would get
3: that where you pay a flat
1: fee and you can have that,
3: the open access. Well, maybe, but, you know, there's no, there's yeah. nothing in here saying that's exactly what will happen. So yeah,
1: it, It's one route they could go down as well as. Oh, yeah, but, absolutely. But then they can still retain yeah, you, know, you
3: should still have the option to buy the individual if you want to. Just the only thing that worries me, as always, when you when you get a company who's got a stake in a pad called the Kindle, are they going to say, okay, now we're not going to support, um, an, any of the Amazon ones that not? Uh, sorry, Amazon any of the, don't do
0: that. Amazon don't any, do that. Any of the, They do. No. They do it with their video. No, they, no, they do, no, they don't. No, because the Amazon um, the, the Amazon Prime video player is available on the
3: iPad. But not on certain Android devices. Mm. Well, I not, not Android. Pfft. Well anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good But,
1: uh, the, but that, that it would mean taking them out of a to to do that in this case, it would take them out of a market that they're already in. Amazon haven't done that. They just haven't expanded their player into. No, no, Android I'm whatever. not
3: saying. I'm not saying they're going to come out. I'm just saying Fair they're not going to develop as fast mm. anymore. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Because they can say, "Oh, come on, buy our Fire," and there you go. You get a yeah. free. I yeah. think you're more likely to. I think they're more likely to
0: say, "Buy the buy the Kindle Fire, and you can have I don't know three free months of Comixology." But they're not going to say buy the Kindle Fire because from now on it's the only platform Comicsology is going to be on.
2: No, no. Well, obviously I'm an expert on this, right? As you all know, a huge comic. I, fan know, I know, I know Are what comic. I've yeah. said he well. Aquaman. Right. <laughs> all it's about, in my humbleness, is Amazon. Everything about Amazon is now going to be Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is going to be the lock-in for everything. They've done it with their movies. They've done it with books because you can rent uh, rent books, hire books. I don't know what you call loan books.
3: Lending library. Yeah.
2: And I think this is going to go the same way. For Amazon, and it's a brilliant concept because I never realized I'd fallen for it until I'd fallen for it. My thought these days is, I need to buy something off the internet. I would have gone to various companies to look for electronic stuff before. But now I'm like, oh, actually, I'm, I've got Amazon Prime. It'll be here tomorrow. I go straight to Amazon. It's the first thing I do. Even if Amazon is a few quid more, I quite, I go, oh, no, yeah, but it's Amazon Prime. I'll get it tomorrow. It's just, it has got into my mind as Google did. I Google things. I don't search. I do that sort of thing. I now look online to buy something. I Amazon it. I look on Amazon. Um, Come a verb, it has. But also, we have movies. They've got you people that I tell you. You know, we discussed the. You know the the bringing Amazon Prime with him. You know what was love film and bringing it all together. It works because what they've done, they've got people that would have maybe bought the movies before, but now they're going. Oh look, I've got movies for a bit cheaper and I've got Amazon Prime, actually, I won't go to August and get that, or Tesco's and get that, or wherever and get that. I'll go to Amazon because it'll be here tomorrow. They are locking you down in a very, very clever way. And this, they can add this to their lending library. They can add this to, you know, their Kindle store. They can add this to other things. It's another power to Prime. And this is where they're going. It's all going to be Prime. You're going to get Prime doing other things soon. Somewhere I read I think it was Tesco's or somewhere. It needs to do with this, so bear with me. They were talking about introducing takeaway services for food and dinner and various things like that. When I was a youngster, I used to occasionally order pizza through my Skybox because I thought it was so cool that you could get a Domino's (laughs) pizza by pressing buttons on your Skybox. I didn't even want a pizza. But because I could do it on my Skybox, I ordered a pizza. (laughs) Amazon Prime is going to become... It's own money soon. They, they are going to have their own clearance system. They are going to have their own, um, if you like, a PayPal type thing. You will be dealing within an Amazon system. Um, I think Facebook and now it's just another thing. Facebook are now trying to do their own um, money system, aren't they? Uh, that was released today. that's something they're looking into. It's all to do with prime. It's this word Amazon Prime. It's going to be, there are going to be more things attached to it. Um, Amazon Prime Music. You know, you might be finding there's going to be a music library. You're going to be finding the, you know, Google Music and iTunes Match and Spotify and the rest of it. Amazon are coming in the market. They've just released the Fire TV. It's a perfect time to start adding music. Adding, uh, it's just Bring it all into under this prime banner and you get the extra by giving them £80 a year for nothing. You're giving them £80 a year to lock yourself into it. And it's really, really clever. And they got me because I spend enough with Amazon to warrant spending
0: that money. Yeah. Carl, you don't look convinced.
3: No, I'm not. I'm not convinced because if I was in the States, I'd be totally agreeing with you. But Amazon do not give us the same degree of service in this country the UK as they do our 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 cousins across the pond and you know we talk about video and amazon video we always slag off week after week on this show how bad amazon video is it's not presented well it's not formatted well it's not given out to you in the most you know it's not as bad as it was man it's not getting any better for me i tried to i thought oh i know i'll try and get hd video from Amazon Prime, I'll put it through my little Mac Mini onto the screen. Nope, not allowed, because it's not one HD. It's not that compliant cable, you know? Well, what about Even HD? No, no <laughs> SD. It literally said, SD is all 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 you're getting, Spotty. Uh-oh. And that's it. I didn't know I knew
2: you that well. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but, you know, the
2: fact that the system isn't perfect at the moment, and the fact that they do better in the States... I can go and buy a burger in the States for 50 cents and the same burger cost me £4.50 here. Right? Mm. It's always been that way. It's <laughs> the wrong okay. one. <laughs> no, but that's the point. Well, the last one I bought was about 14 quid, but we don't want to talk about it. No. <laughs> but, you completely confused me now. That's prices for We've you. got to get used to that. and um, Things will balance themselves off because Amazon are more of an internationally-based company. Now, this... and I, I I promise you, it's the prime. It's that word prime. It's the locking you down. Because of, you know, Apple do it with, you know, App Store. They do it with iTunes. They do it with this, that, and the other. Um, Amazon have got this button, if you like. It's called Prime. And they are going to be able to lock people down for a lot more things. And that is, that's the fight. That's the fight they've all got. That's the fight. Facebook have got against Google, against Amazon, and against Apple. Microsoft... They seem to be sitting there not getting involved. They, well, basically they, they do get involved. They buy things and break them, and then you go, oh, well, that was a really They just make idea, one of the
0: world's they? most popular operating systems sit back and re- re- reel in the cash yeah. every
2: week. <laughs> That's what they're doing. But the others are trying to do this locking in thing. And Amazon, I think, right now, Amazon are probably long-term in the best position. Long-term. Because of... You know, I don't care how many phones you can sell and things like that. that. That is infinite. It may be the biggest company, well, it's not the biggest company in the world anymore, but it may have been one of the biggest companies in the world. But a bigger company in the world is going to be the company that
3: sells absolutely everything. Okay. So, but Amazon, I'm just looking at their site, they are in 12 countries. They're not a global company yet they 12
2: companies. No, but they've But it, they, it's putting yourself, you're putting your system together that when you go into, I don't know, as, as a bazaar or something, when you go into there, you've already got it. You've already got their book library. You've already got their. But film they haven't.
3: Library. Because no, but ev- they
2: will. Ev- we, it's as, all being put into place. As we, we discuss, every... America is the test base. Then it comes over here to see if we can break it, right? No. If we don't break it, then they send it to Canada, Amazon. Australia, and a few other
3: places. With a few exceptions, Amazon have to go and get the licensing deals from everyone all over again for every other country they go into. Nothing that's, carries that's, over. No,
2: but the reason someone like Apple get the licensing deals a bit easier because they've already so damn dominant. It's like no point in fighting Apple because of, you know, we'd just be well, standing here the same and, problem. and our countries will lose out. Of course, they've got the same sort of problem. But it's not the same deal. Amazon are placing themselves to be a behemoth. That's your favorite word, isn't it? Yeah. They're placing themselves to be that. And they're placing their logistics ready to just be able to flick a switch and go, okay, we're going to build another huge, great, big, um, you know, site somewhere in the middle of some other country and we'll start it all over again. Once you've got the digital stuff sat down, I, I assure you, it's all to do with Prime. And that's the way it's going. They are going to, They're going to make Prime something that you come to from about a thousand different angles. You want films for less? Come to Prime. You want music for less? Come to Prime. If you want books for less, come to Prime. If you want to borrow them, come to Prime. If you want your comics, come to Prime. And by the way, we sell everything in the world and you get mainly free next day delivery if you use Prime. So buy everything in your life from us through Prime.
3: As I say, I rest my case, you <laughs> drunken lord. Crime isn't available in most of those twelve countries. Not yet. <laughs> I say, I
0: say, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bothered. I'm just interested in looking in the comics. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just interested in looking at comics for the first time in my entire life because it's not something I ever
3: look. Oh, at. you should do that. You should do it. they one for, and I also suggest the Marvel Unlimited... As well, where you can just subscribe and you can get all the comics like something like some absurd amount like 60,000 comics from their history, it's fantastic. You can just follow the whole storylines all the way
2: through when, to when completion. I, when I was growing up, Marvel was this milk replacement powder. Just want to let you know. <laughs> so whenever you say Marvel, I think, Oh, that's what my mum used to say when we ran out of milk. Oh, just get the Marvel out and mix some of that up for me. Oh, <laughs> well, there is. And I think, Oh, well. I wouldn't want to touch that.
0: Well, there isn't a comic comic house called Coffee Mate, is there? <laughs> or Splendor? <laughs> right. Let's move on to the box. Carl is is uh, not not pleased. Not pleased at all. <laughs> Stephen Colbert is officially taking over. The Late Show from David Letterman. This story from avclub.com. CBS has officially named Stephen Colbert as the new host of The Late Show, signing him to a reported five-year deal to take over as soon as David Letterman retires. The announcement ends a discussion that has become incredibly intense over the days since Letterman officially announced that he was leaving sometime in 2015. By which time we'll have hover hoverboards and uh, flying cars. It's and, next year, it, dude. I know. Well, you know when what
2: I, what? You know I get rid of
0: Letterman? Well, everyone's on email now. Well, yeah. But, boom, boom. Oh. Well, anyway. Whereupon he immediately began fading like a photograph in Back to the Future. But there we go. So, Carl... Uh, i understand that you're going to be quite well you're you're jumping to the conclusion that the, the colbert report is going to stop aren't you
3: it is it's official it's, yeah, it is right. going to so stop at some point to, next year it's going year. to stop are the you character's going to be retired
0: that was going to be my next question are you worried about the character going away yeah. or are you worried well, they've about, actually said
3: that haven't they've they? actually They're, said it right he's
1: then. going to have to you know because because that is a character he's going to have to be you know you're right take so, a different approach and yeah, not so
3: be we, a character. So we're going to get Stephen Colbert, the proper person, or Colbert. He might actually go back to his proper (laughs) (laughs) name. So, you know, I mean, I love Stephen Colbert's show because he just pokes the fun out of all those far right-wing news anchors and TV shows, Uh, namely, I think it's Bill O'Reilly. He's really taking the mickey out on the Fox network and stuff. And it just... And some of the stories they come up with, it's just absurd. They hold up the mirror of absurdity and show, you know, what these people are getting wound up about. And it's, it means nothing most of the time. But he does it so well. And I know he's probably got a crowd of writers behind him as well, but he also writes some of the, you know, he also joins in on writing. And it's so well put together and it's such an entertaining show. It's only 20 minutes. Uh, and like my the bit of my show, the 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 Mac and Forth Roundup thing, I based that on what Stephen Colbert does. Oh, so, yeah, exactly. But I I had to write the own st- my, my own stuff. So um no, and I just I'm really gonna miss it.
1: Um Well that's that's the thing though, they you know, there are a few of these, like you know somebody will come in and take his place
3: oh, doing yeah. that sort of character. Yeah, I mean, he came from The Daily Show, and The Daily exactly. Show is going to continue going. John Stewart...
1: Exactly. Is, and J- John Stewart would have been the other choice, I would have thought, the other top choice for Letterman.
3: And he took himself out the running as well, really. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. then, I mean, no, he, he could go on. Stephen Colwell will go on, and he'll do Letterman, and he'll be fantastic. Unfortunately, I just don't like those late night chat shows. That's just not my thing. So. Well, we
0: don't really go home for that sort of thing around here. All we have is Graham Norton, mm-hmm. and that's about it.
2: Well, he has yeah. to
0: be in bed one night,
1: so it just doesn't Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we used to get more of this, you know, sort of, it used to be there on, all right, took to well on I2E2, you might say, but, yeah, yeah, we used to get that a bit more, because that, that is where I discovered Letterman in the first place. You know, I was in school, you know, trying to do homework, needed a distraction. Mm. On. <laughs> I used to watch it from time to time. It, it, was, yeah. it was funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. it is. Don't get me wrong.
0: You had ITV2 when you were still in school.
3: Oh, don't, dude. Wasn't wasn't it on Channel
1: 4 or something? No, I don't even think I had Channel 4. And then,
2: then, you know... It's going to be a bit awkward to rename the Letterman Show, though, isn't it? The Colbert Show.
3: The Colbert Show is not that far from the current one. I I thought the whole...
1: I thought it was just... The the, Late Show. The Late Show, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then with whoever...
3: Yeah, you're right because you got two of these, haven't you? you got two late shows. I think that's what they're called. Anyway, you got this one and the one that um, oh, the guy, The I've forgotten his name. <laughs> Who's the other guy? It used to be on the other channel. Not David Letterman. Jay J- 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 J-Len- Leno. Jay Leno. And he's retired <laughs> he's, he now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's See, gone that's, now. that's the thing. At least they didn't go down the Piers Morgan route. Oh,
3: don't. Oh, Yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, we be we glad Mike. of this. Big glad of this. I think he's been
2: ejected now, hasn't he? He has. We, yeah. Uh, we get yeah. Michael McIntyre. Yeah. Well. Anyway, perhaps, what perhaps, happens to Wogan? Eh? <laughs> he retired.
1: <laughs> Touched that, a that, knee. That, that,
3: furtive little glance to the camera. We knew, <laughs> we knew what he was thinking.
1: Oh you, you,
2: You've gone all fast show on me.
1: <laughs> that's that's a different thing over here, though. We don't get these. I mean, in America, these shows are every night of the week, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Whereas we get, we tend to get like the McIntyre's, the Graham Norton's once a week.
3: Mm. Looking for that.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah.
2: perhaps not. But we well, because- we haven't got enough stupid people to make fun of.
3: <laughs> no. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, Ch- Fox. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, Channel Five tried this with Jack Doherty. when they started. They had that sort of <laughs> daily show type thing. Yeah. But you know, that, obviously, that didn't last.
3: Oh, I think it, I, it I just think not. the American audience grew up with it cuz you know, like Johnny Carson before this. Yeah,
1: Larry King and all that. Yeah. We're lucky if we get the news every
0: day.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure we got enough writers to write, you know, yeah. shows like this every single night. But
0: well, what about the Truman show? That might be getting its own TV series. How do you th- how do we feel about that? I don't care, but You
3: don't <laughs> care.
2: Excellent. My wife sat down and I sat at the computer with her and I said to her, my word, this is a tough week. Because I was trying to find stories as we all actually make an effort on this show. And I was piling through things. I was going, well, that's not really that interesting And she saw the dog. oh, wow, the Truman Show is getting its TV series. And she goes, I love the Truman Show. So she, all right, I don't give her monkeys, but my wife is very excited. So was, there's a report. Direct, I'm your roving reporter. Direct from, <laughs>
3: from the woman <laughs> on the street. Well, in your living room. From the
2: woman in your living room. <laughs> Hold on, from a woman of the street, hold on, I should take that. That's no, 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 no. no. <laughs> careful, she careful. Managed. Exactly. She knows where you live. Day on <laughs> target. Anyway, so she's very happy about this, and that's all I can add.
3: I always thought this was a fantastic premise, this movie. It's There's one of my a...
0: favourite movies of all time, actually.
3: So what's the premise, then? The premise? Just in case anyone doesn't know.
0: Well, the premise is that the premise Jim Carrey... The, <laughs> the The, Jim, the premise Jim, is
3: this TV series.
0: Jim Carrey's character... Was born inside a TV show, and he doesn't really doesn't, doesn't know. know. He's <laughs> surrounded by actors, and there's all kinds of people doing hilarious amounts of product placement. <laughs> I
3: sense
0: all kinds of stuff.
3: Ah, uh,
2: remembering yeah. you're going to get the um, conspiracy theorists as soon as this goes out. There we go. This isn't a drama. This is real. This is the <laughs> NSA. This is what happened, and they're going to be going around with their like silver foil hats on again, but. You know, you are going to get people running around. And go! I don't know why you're laughing. And this happens every day. I
3: do. I do wonder if they're going to shoot Oh, it.
2: I'm talking about you.
3: Right. I do wonder if they're going to show it like it is the, the film where it cuts the right way to the the real world, so to speak, or if they're just going to show it all in in the fake world and you see it gradually as he because they got more time than two hours or what, whatever it was. They got more time to address the fact that he slowly comes to suspect that something's not right. Mm. You can, okay, the film was quite jocular, quite funny in places, but that could you could easily just twist it ever so slightly and it so, becomes true horror.
1: Yeah, make it the gritty reboot it didn't really need. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny, I, I got that
2: from the Truman Show. I got that horror part of it in the original. You know, that it was when I realised that Jim Carrey was more than just a clown, because there was a bit in there that I felt that moment when your entire world has just turned to prove to be absolute crud and a lie and all the rest of it. He played that really well. And <clears throat> you're right, but if you're going to do a TV series, right, it's an American TV series, right? And so if it's any way successful, that's not going to happen for 10 years. <laughs> They're not going to allow that moment of, oh, I mean, oh, what was that thing Um they crashed the plane? Lost. You know?
3: I still haven't seen the last episode. Don't
2: right. No, no, no. What I've I'm saying is it, it. It, it would have made two good series. <laughs> you know? And that would have been great. But oh, I don't know how many series it got to. And, oh. you know, eventually they decided, oh, like, yeah. don't, know, everyone's don't, died. Don't. No, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> everyone's died that wrote this thing. We better end it, you know? Yeah. And um, that's the trouble with this. The big, what makes it work, if you like, is the ending. That you know, the rest of it was just a comedy, you know, no more than that. But the ending made it more than just a zany comedy. But if they're going to take ten years, as they normally do, and twenty-four episodes a season to are two hundred and forty episodes to get to the point, and I think that's the
3: danger. Well, there's talk of them are going to do it how they did True Detective, where it's just six episodes and that's it.
2: Well, then it. Well, there you go. Oh, hey, my point
0: is proved by Carl Madden. Oh dear! <laughs> Indeed. Well, there we go.
2: World <laughs> no
3: longer makes sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tony, are you looking forward to this? You, you think?
3: Um, this is
1: good? I, I'm. I'm dubious about whether it can work in a in a TV format. But yeah, giving it more time would be a good thing. But I think what they have to do is plan how far ahead the ending is going to be. You know, have it planned as you know a number of seasons. Sort of like what they tried to do with late, you know recent Star Trek series.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, sort More of have it planned.
1: Mars. Yeah, try and pl- have it planned for, oh, it might be five, seven years, something like that, and then it ends, and then they go and do something else. And um,
2: as, as it's made from something else that we all know the, the story of, it's got to have a big twist that none oh, yeah, of us they,
1: do. That's it. They've got to bring in that that twist. You know, yeah. have have the finite length that they you know they're going to
3: work to. The real world is really the Truman Show.
1: Oh, you spoil it. There, there you go. Damn it, Madden. <laughs>
0: See, we don't need to watch this stupid series anymore because Carl's just ruined it for yeah. you. Yeah. Five,
1: five, seven years of TV ruined. Forget it. Let's get
0: let's get into the stream from YouTube to Vice. Ten trends that are changing how we watch TV. This story is selected by Alex from TheGuardian.com. The MIP TV conference in Cannes is where the television industry gathers to buy and sell shows while debating the changing attitudes of broadcasters and producers, the shifting habits of viewers, and the disruption coming from new technologies. This year's show was a mixture of stars, traditional celebrities, but also fresh-faced YouTubers audiences of millions and strong opinions about how we're watching tv now and how this may change in the years ahead so this is this is 10 10 things that are changing the way we watch tv
3: this story has got my most favorite paragraph for like the year so far in it the very last paragraph of the story where they talk about shows being pitched Surely. Right. And the paragraph. I'll just go read the whole paragraph. Babe oh, Magnet, okay. so these are the shows that would be a <laughs> pitch. Babe Magnet is like Blind Date if the female contestants could reject unsuitable men with a giant magnet. The shower is a musical talent show where contestants sing in an onstage shower whose temperature is controlled by the audience's apps votes. And my favourite, Dolphins with the Stars pairs celebrities with dolphins for a weekly performance. None of these formats have been made up. Uh, <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> yeah oh. it's like monkey tennis, like <laughs> yeah,
0: it's
2: yeah, I'm Alip- trying to see what was so funny about that.
0: Oh
3: <laughs> <laughs> dolphins with the stars. That's the one. But, I, want.
0: I mean, some of, a couple of these are true. I mean, you know, Twitter wants to be the social soundtrack for TV social networks. I think that's definitely true. You can't you you see any any BBC panel show, whether it's a you know whether it's a serious panel discussion or if it's one of the comedy shows like Have I Got News for You, they all start off with a hashtag at the beginning.
3: Do you know that really annoys Facebook? Probably. Well, that's the thing. It used to be you know follow us
2: on Facebook, and now it's. Let's just have a shortcut hashtag. And it's instant. And it's instant in a way that you don't have to know each other or care or whatever. You just sit there and carp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Now, listen. no, you yeah, go for Twitter now. I haven't got time to look it up now. Um, there was an app that was uh, relaunched very recently. It was launched last year, actually. I can't remember what it was called now. But this, is, this app, this company that's designed an app, basically for this, it's designed to work around television watching And it's sort of just a system using Twitter for making it all work better. And we all sort of join the same groups via this app and whatever, and we can all discuss. So, where that's concerned, they're trying to move it forward. I always thought it was strange at first when you saw the, especially like a BBC program, and they were using hashtag such and such, such and such. And it was like, but it's not like. um, you know, it's not like a telephone number, it's not like an address. You're actually saying, Yeah, go to this third party place that we get nothing from or no nothing whatsoever. Let's drive all the traffic through there. It always struck me as quite strange. So, um, I don't know how Twitter's gonna but carry on.
1: I would say what they get out of it, you know, from is exposure from Twitter. It's like people who might not have watched it, you know, see other people are commenting on it. If they see a good comment on that hashtag, oh, what's this about? Is this something on TV? You yeah,
2: know, no, I, I agree in that respect. That's what
1: they're getting out of it. In, in
2: Yeah, I mean, there is okay. obviously something going on there, but it always struck me as quite, it was an odd thing to see. Now I take it for granted, mm. but you've got to sort of think about it and you go, oh, it's, it's strange to see people pushing so much through, um, uh, you know, a third party. I think it's called BuzzFeed. I don't know if I've made this...
0: That's a new start.
3: That's, That's a new, new sign.
2: Oh, okay, all right. Well, I'll come back to that one. Can what I ask,
3: to... just because tone? Because you're the person I know who obviously lives tweets the most when you're watching something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, we love you for it, tone. Yeah, I, so I well don't done, even tone. need to
3: watch telly anymore. <laughs> I can't do it right because I'm normally too busy watching the thing to like tell myself away and tweet 140 characters. But what do you get from it? I mean, what is what? I mean, are you sharing? Are you reading? Are you experiencing? whatever it is you're viewing on a different level, or...
1: Yeah, well, yeah, because I'm, I'm seeing what other people, you know, their feedback and, you know, what they think is good, bad, indifferent about something, you know, and whether, you know, it's a chance to give, you know, sometimes it is a chance to give feedback when they have, say, the cast of a show on, you know, doing a sort of live tweet-along thing. You know, sometimes you do get that. You know, so the- so there's like a f- there's a feedback element. There's seeing what other people think, and you know, trying to understand why they think that. You know, effectively of that No, show.
2: I agree, but I only have a look at it afterwards. You know, like with yeah. Sherlock, I saw people tweeting all the way through it, and I was thinking, you're missing yes. the point. <laughs> Concentrate on yeah. watching it, and when you're finished, sit there and yeah. have your go. You know, this is called social TV app Z Box. Real yeah, but it's relaunched as Beamly to lose the male geeky image.
0: <laughs> Beamly. I, I, tr- I installed box on my uh, on my iPad. Uh, I opened it once, didn't understand what it was for, closed mm. it and deleted it. Okay, well, it
2: has
1: uh, two million monthly active users. All yeah, right. See, um, see, this sounds like it's taking, you know, because there are other things where, you know, it's like Get Glue as well is not yes. thing like this, isn't it? I don't, I don't, I don't tend to use those. I just use Twitter for that exact purpose. So, uh, you know, I don't see a purpose for the way I watch and the way I, you know, tweet. No, I, I think the
2: idea of this is on the yeah. screen. You get an awful lot more information than just the conversation. Mm. So you've got stuff about the show at the same time as you've okay. got people's tweets, and it's it's basically like having um, it's like a website, I suppose. It's like to having
1: IMDb up.
2: Yeah, each individual thing and being able to talk at the same time. Right, back back to that list, right? Uh, um, YouTube and Rivals are creating new stars and starry shows. Well, that's quite true. Uh, One of the things I was reading today uh, relative to this is it's not viewers as such that matter anymore because of digital TV. It's fan base. People will... The way Twitter has worked and various... Media, you will find people that will say, I don't know, take Game of Thrones, good example. That's not massive on the viewing figures, it's massive on the fan base. It's become a cult. And in the old days, a cult meant two people liked it and it was might have been quite good, but only two people watched it. Now a cult is called a fan base, and a fan base means you know people will be out there waiting grinding their teeth or whatever the word is that's not grinding their teeth, for it to come out and it's more of um you're giving them almost like an entire lifestyle with things so it's not about a program being necessarily the thing that they're waiting for it's it's that whole experience it's the whole sitting on twitter and it's the whole the three months before something comes out the fact that they're sitting there hashtag game of thrones and Talking about what might happen, what will happen, what's going to happen. You know, have you got that dress or whatever? You know, for a program I've never seen, I know an awful lot about it. Um, And that's something that really interesting came out of this. The way it's changed. It's not about the show anymore. It's about the fan base. And people push the fan base. It's all based on PR. It's not about anything else. It's not even about the quality of the show. It's about what you can make people desire from the show is about making them feel that they're part of a group they are they take ownership of things in the way you know you know back in the day we got offered a TV program we watched it we talked about it and it was gone now people take ownership of the show they are part of what drives it along it's like the excitement Game of Thrones perfect example again it's the, the I don't even know say the show is half an hour long an hour long I've no idea an right? hour an hour long and how many episodes a year?
3: Uh, Is it, it twelve year? or thirteen? I think it, okay, yeah. a twelve or thirteen episodes a
2: year. It's never off the entertainment pages. It's never not being tweeted about. It's that's the way it's changed. It's almost like in the old days, you know, we got a film, we got some plastic toys. Now the plastic toys drive the film, but and that's the way it works.
3: But at the same time, I think we're a lot more fickle because look at something like Heroes. Heroes was yeah. That that as you was describing it in its first year, I and mean, then something happened to it, it was and it Season 2 happened. To it, it completely instantly fell off everyone's radar. So you're yeah, right, and then, then they jumped into a new exactly. That's what I'm saying. This it's a very Bruce. fickle audience,
2: but you know it's not but in one season. You can get more, yes, make more money than you would have ever done by keeping Cheers going for twenty years.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you know? know the audiences might not be as big, but
2: yeah no, but fine, but you you're you know the exploitation of the person you want to be part of this uh, fan base mm-hmm. is massive. It's more like a sporting club now. It's part of being belonging to something as opposed to just watching a program every few days and going, that was really good. I enjoyed that.
3: Well, that's the beauty of a global audience as well. Like YouTube gives you like these YouTube fans for ex- uh, sorry stars or whatever, they get these massive viewers which then can go on to become, you know maybe you break out someone's writing the next game of thrones could be directing something currently on youtube for example
2: yeah um, I and mean, it's just one of the point for amazon is turning viewers into commissioners yeah. hmm. it's I mean, completely that, that, true
1: yeah i mean I, I when i read this i connected the amazon turning viewers in you could connect that with the youtube thing because yeah. and it, it's one thing that you know does great me about how we're going to lose BBC free. They could have had people. They were looking at people from YouTube to bring content for BBC three. Hopefully they will still do that to a level, but I don't think it would be the same level that they would have, you know, the same level of commitment to it. And that, that's what part of what I hated about this you know plan with BBC Three, because it is just effectively turning BBC Three into another YouTube channel. <laughs> Really? I
2: mean, should we just read, read through this list because I know we're short of time yeah. so one is Twitter wants to be a so, the social trend, soundtrack we all agree two YouTube and its rivals are creating new stars and starry shows completely true I don't quite understand Jerry Spinger was inevitable just like social media <laughs> well but he wasn't inevitable go. really I suppose <laughs> Amazon is turning viewers into commissioners perfectly good this is interesting kids are causing the busy, biggest changes in TV that's quite true
0: mm. um, Spongebob my, is a take, very powerful man
2: Well, no, the point is my 10-year-old made his first YouTube video because it's all private and locked down because I don't want people being rude to him. Incidentally, I will be sending you links so you can give him some wonderful comments. But, you know, he's a 10-year-old, but he sat there and he said, I want to do this, I want to do a playthrough on that, I want to talk about it, I want to edit this and I want to do that. I was like, you're 10. But it's in his environment, it's what he sees, and, you know, he's not sure how to do it, but he's directing, he's telling me what he wants to do. So kids are 10 managing this stuff, so it's completely fine. I don't see the relevance of this, but King Cattrall is flying the flag
3: for older women. Well, she's saying older women are not represented on telly. You've got to be a bubbly, nubile and stay oh, young. I'm sure,
2: but, but she's where she is because of before she became an older woman on telly, she was a bubbly, nubile one, and she seems to have forgotten about that. <laughs> uh, interactive TV shows are more than just a novelty. Uh, we can go back to Beamly, as we now like to call it. Us in the know. Uh, Vice isn't as hip as you might think. I can only ask Carl about so, that. I oh don't I don't, no! Apparently, some idea.
3: media network.
2: Oh, okay, I, I just thought it was to do with rude things on telly. But uh, here we go. The second screen is changing talent and game shows. Now that is very true. It definitely is. I mean, I. Uh, it, it might not matter to us, but you know, say Tone was interested in uh, what's the one that started Britain's Got Talent. That was on the other day, I think. If Tone was interested in that, he'd be sitting there and he'd be like that thing that you said about you can do the, the, the shower gets boat hot,
1: boat the boat it's hot, the shower gets cold. and It's like the whole phone voting thing, isn't it? Yeah, that, that this is just the next sort of evolution of that. Yeah. But if you think
2: about it, yeah. back in the day, you'd stand in the... Uh, you'd Stand in front of a live audience in a, in a theatre, and you do your song and dance. And if they threw enough rotten tomatoes at to you, they'd get that big hook, and they'd pull you off. The, it's the same thing; it's never changed. And monkey tennis, as uh, Carl's already pointed out, is uh, his favourite paragraph of the year. So, yeah, it, it's a good article, and it just goes to show how dramatically things have changed since since I were a lad, and they introduced colour and everything.
3: I just thought that interactive TV thing for Tone, that could work perfectly for F1 because everyone that tweaks their favourite car gets a little bit more power. (laughs) It's
1: it's funny you should say that. Extra It It is actually funny you could say that because there was this idea with um, this electric formula that they're going to start later in the year where people vote for who who gets boost in these electric cars (laughs) via Twitter. That was one of the ideas they came up with. (laughs) But I I I couldn't see it working. Uh, no, you no, know, because you would just get all. Oh, it would be a popularity contest. You oh, would get the driver, yeah, you know. yeah.
3: But you wouldn't um, get an aloof driver anymore, would you? You wouldn't get no aloof drivers. They'd all have to suck. No, no. You'd all
1: have to be yeah, yeah. And that's not ri- well. You want to <laughs> Don't get him started
2: for goodness' it's, sake. It's Please, a, it's an interesting. It's a story. clean podcast. <laughs>
3: After we scrubbed it.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, our last segment of the day, is named after this show itself, because it's the only name I could come up with for something to do with radio. The Airwaves! It's the Radio News. Hancock's Half Hour recreated by BBC. Five missing episodes from classic 1950s radio series Hancock's Half Hour are to be re-recorded and aired on BBC Radio 4 later this year. The series starring Tony Hancock and written by Ray Galton and Alan Simpson, featured 103, but 20 of the audio recordings are missing. Five of those scripts chosen by Gelton and Simpson will now be re-recorded in front of a live audience. I'm sure, Alex, you will be there entrenched and it will be very hard to get you out.
2: I, it's one of those things. I am actually looking forward to it, but it just. I'm just really scared. Because I'm really quite excited, I'm just a little bit scared. I don't want them to do an impression because of if you do an impression it's never going to be quite right. No. But do it in your own right. And what I like about this especially is it's to do with Ray Galton and Alan Simpson. Hancock, because it was named after Hancock, it was always, well, Hancock's a star. Hancock's a this, Hancock's there. Hancock was, he was good, don't get me wrong, and I'm not going to try and offend anyone, especially Will Green. Hancock was a fine actor and a fine comedian. But, for instance, once the TV stuff started and Hancock decided he wanted to do this and he wanted to call the shots and he wanted to do that, I didn't find it anywhere near as good at all. And the reason I'm pleased with this is it's just, you might you can call it Hancock if you want, but it's really Ray Galton and Ellen Simpson and people are doing their work. And that's why I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's almost quite interesting to see it without Hancock. I mean, people have done, you know, re-recorded Hancock stuff on their own, and it felt funny because they were they were doing it as a Hancock thing. But this is a Ray Goulton and Ellen Simpson thing. And I, I, I can't imagine that if this does in any way any good, and well, of course it will, because people like me in the world, that they won't go on to make the, the other 15. Um, I really hope they do. But... Um, It's only quite recently, I think, it's only the last few years that they found the scripts because they were lost as well. Really? (laughs) um, Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, I really, and I, you know, Alan Simpson and Ray Galton are getting on a little bit and I'd like, I'm really tired. I mean, at the moment, it's happening a lot, you know. I'm really tired of people working on something and not living long enough for it to come to fruition. And I want, this lot I mean please they live for many 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 more years but I don't want them to be like they've done 19 and there's one (laughs) left to do or something so please let's get this done right? and then you can sit there for the next 25 years both of you and enjoy it but let's not just wait forever and ever and ever and then it not get finished in the end you know thinking of John Sullivan and a few others Mm.
3: so how, how do we sorry Carl I was just quite shocked like how in this story how like Sid James was treated, treated towards the end that was all oh no Hancock
2: thought Sid James was becoming too much of a star He was, you know he was there to support him and people were thinking of Sid James as a main character how dare they
3: well yeah he says here like because he plays the man on the street the foil to Hancock's pompous character people often sided with James Sid James <laughs> uh, which yeah, I can that, understand that, he had a lot of character didn't he Sid James Well, they changed
2: they? it didn't they because Sid James wasn't his friend and And sort of halfway through, they sort of changed it and made Sid James more of his actual pal. You know, Sid James had weaknesses, and, you know, for the first half of Hancock, Sid James was the the arch-villain. Anyway, that's not the story. Mm. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I'd love to read the scripts, and it never occurred to me that I could probably find them and buy them.
1: Got,
0: they're, pro- they're probably there online, aren't they? Or what do we, what do we feel about the, what do we feel about the cast? You know, Kevin, Kevin so um, and uh, uh, um, what's his name, Simon Greenall, Kevin Eldon, and Robin. It's Sebastian. a good
3: pedigree, I think. They got a guy here who's like Robin Sebastian, who apparently played yeah. an angry husband on Sherlock. He does. He do, he's famous for his Kenneth Williams impersonation, mm. so that's a bit worrying. <laughs> I do yeah, hope going to be women.
0: impersonations of everybody. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean. See. Yeah. See for me um there's, there's a name missing from that and it's Paul Merton because he already did the sort of when ITV did those recreations of a few
3: it wasn't just Hancock it was the ranking out into other Goons and Simpsons stuff. But don't but don't you think Paul Merton will just bring too much Paul Merton to it?
1: Maybe. Yeah, I mean, but, it but I thought he did those when he did like the Radio Ham, you know. I thought he recreated that well myself. Yeah. No, they, they, they
2: were very good. There was nothing wrong with what he did. But I mean, this is this is the worry because they've got people on here that look like they may be trying to do impersonations. That sort of worries me a bit because I wanted to be more Galton and Simpson than Hancock. Because Hancock was playing a character. Hancock was, you know, saying the words that Galton and Simpson wrote for him. It was, this is where people, this is why the whole Hancock thing fell to bits. I mean, purely because of that. So, you know, they've got to be careful to not let that become... If they do an impersonation, you'll get some people that like it and a lot of people that hate Mm. it. If they redo it as, these are five other actors playing the parts that we wrote, blah, 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 it will be a success, and I want it to be a great success. I'd Mm.
3: be more interested in in that. It starts filming on Tuesday, uh, or tomorrow. So, have you managed to get tickets for any of these... I uh, I've got someone I can
2: speak to, so I might well just ask. I mean, I might, <laughs> but, you know, I can't do this week, but I'm, I know it's going on for a little while, so I, I will. I'll, of course, I'll be asking. Yeah. I won't beg much initially, maybe
3: initially, <laughs> As it goes yeah. on, you'll get more and more desperate. You'll
1: you'll be missing next week because you're there, yeah. capping and. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear! Right. Let's. Sorry,
2: I feel I feel like I've I've had my integrity.
3: um, (laughs) (laughs) Then my time here has not been wasted. Excellent.
2: Just because it's true doesn't mean you have to
3: say it.
0: Let's let's round off this week's show by telling everyone what we've been watching, reading, listening to, or playing this week. We're going to start with me because. I got a little push notification last week that... That's painful. Star Trek, <laughs> the, Star Trek the Next Generation Season 6 had a, finally arrived on Netflix. I've started watching it. I love it. It's one of my favourite seasons. It does have a couple of weird kind of... Oh, dear. I can't believe they did that <laughs> episode. What's the cliffhanger?
3: Anyway resolution Sorry? for six the, uh, that was uh, that
0: was times arrow wasn't it that was oh, that was yeah. the whole uh that was the whole mark yeah, twain jack heading, london yeah. heading back to san francisco in the 1800s that okay. that whole thing it's good it's it, it's a good um good two-part of that uh so yeah star trek next generation season six fantastic stuff i shall always love it and finally i have started because i need to get on to part three i have started replaying from the top, Mass Effect Two, Electric Boogaloo. No, it's not. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's the second. It's the second part of the uh, Mass Effect series, starring um, Shepard and Garrus and uh, ev- everybody else in the Mass Effect universe. It's fantastically good. I'd actually, um, I'd forgotten how good the intro to it is. The whole bit where you're running through the ship and it's being destroyed, and then. All kinds of other bits and pieces happen, but it's—I'm looking forward to carrying it on and getting the rest of the way through it. Is on a PC. It is because I like proper games <laughs> platforms. Are <Hey>, you?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, All I love my Mass 360. Effect. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Whichever platform you play it on, it's 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 pretty good everywhere. Alex, what is on your list, sir?
2: On my list this week, we have. Dun, 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 dun. We have, right. On BBC over the weekend, they are carrying on with the Hitchcock marvellous series, and this week they had Suspicion. I think they had Rebecca on as well, but I I only watched that last week. I decided not to watch it again. Uh, Suspicion is a Cary Grant, Joan Fontaine, and um, I've forgotten his name now. Uh, Basil Ruffin's mate, was in Nigel Bruce? Is that right? That'll be him.
3: From Sherlock it was, yeah.
2: Why did I say Nigel Bruce then? He's Nigel Bruce. Yeah. It's really me. Anyway, so um, it's another Hitchcock. It's a story based on. It's a strange one, actually, as in Cary Grant's playing a character that isn't as likable as Cary Grant normally plays, which is interesting. He plays a character that, he, he, in modern parlance, he's a real wide boy. You know, he knows the women like him, and he. I'm not going to work. People would just give me money, I'll just smile. I'll lie, I'll cheat, I'll get away with it, who cares, I'll just get away with it. Anyway, so this girl, this shy English girl that, you know, comes from the country, never had a boyfriend, never been kissed, not even in a car apparently. And, um, you know, she falls for him, or he tracks her, she falls for him. You look at her and you think, oh, you silly woman, what are you getting yourself involved in? Anyway, so the whole story is based around is she's beginning to think that he's planning to kill her. And that's as far as I'm going to go. It's a very good film. It's another Hitchcock classic. Um, It's got some great acting. It's a bit silly in places, but that's what you want. It's on the iPlayer at the moment. and um, Go and watch it if you've never seen Suspicion. It's funny. It's one of the films that I hadn't seen for a while, and and I can't find my copy of it. So I was really, really glad when it came on the iPlayer so I could watch it again. So it's stuck in my mind for quite a long time. So anyway. I player. Watch that. Right. Really, um, you know, really personal one to me here. Um, personal is the wrong word. Um, uh, it's called The People's Portrait. And the only reason I mentioned it really is because I watched it and I was involved in it. So I thought I'd get a blow my own trumpet <laughs> a little bit. Um, okay. It's a, it's a nice friend artist of mine uh, called Nikki Phillips. And she painted Simon Western quite recently. i say quite recently. She started it last year. And, um, it was for the people's portrait, which was something that was voted for. I think it was by the one show viewers, but it was actually a national vote of, you know, they want to see the portrait painted of someone that we thought was our hero. And, uh, Simon Weston was voted the person that we wanted painted. Um, and there's the show about it, uh, hosted by Fiona Bruce. Uh, it was a really nice show and everyone came out of it really well. I mean, Nikki's wonderful anyway, and she can paint wonderfully, and she's a lovely girl. And I'm really glad that she, you know, did the job. Simon Weston is a special guy, and he's like really down to earth and really honest about himself and various things. And it's not just about the portrait, it's about Simon Weston, it's about who he is. And it's all related to this portrait, you know, because of, you know, he's terribly disfigured. I'm sure, I'm oh, just, maybe I should mention, he was um, in the Falklands War with uh, the British forces, Welsh Guards, which is another um, set of people I work with very regularly. And uh, he was blown up on a boat and he was horribly disfigured when he got burnt. And this is a portrait of him. He, I think he's had 80 plus um, surgeries to try and sort of put him back together in one way or another. Anyway, so this portrait wasn't about normal portraiture. It wasn't about painting the most beautiful person you've ever seen and it wasn't painting the person in front of you in the most beautiful way. It was about capturing a man and what he'd been through and it's a wonderful programme and I really do advise people to watch it even if they're not as poncy as me and knows everyone in the show. Just watch it because you'll feel you'll feel something by the end of it. I won't tell you what but you will feel something. You'll feel life. You'll feel your soul. Even Carl, he'll feel his soul. (laughs) Okay. But that's my own brag out of the way. Um, I watched Another Earth on, I've got to remember what it's called now. It's called Amazon Prime Instant or something. I can't remember what it's called. I want to call Prime it a Prime Instant lovely. video. There you go. Now, I watched Another Earth and I sort of watched it because I saw some of the reviews and people were so, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. And other people were saying that was utterly brilliant. And I was thinking, I want to watch something that's going to make me decide. And of course, in my own way, I'm straight down the middle. <laughs> right. Now it stars a girl called Britt Marling, who I'd never seen before, and I really want to see her again. And I don't really care what she does. She's so gorgeous. But she, she's a very methodical actress. I can't see her doing a comedy, put it that way. And uh, this is a really strange story. Um, it, people were under the impression that it's a sci fi film, it, it's really got very little to do with the other earth. It's about a girl that comes out of, or she's at college. She gets drunk and she crashes a car and kills uh, a woman and a child, and injures the father. Um, Then she goes to prison for four years and she comes out, and um, you know she just wants to change her life a bit and do something. And she ends up cleaning for the father who doesn't know who she is. And um, you know it's a it's a tough story. There's good. There's nice bits. There's. Strong booth. It's it, you know you're not going. It's not a laugh a minute film, um, but it, it's got some important bits in it. It's got some good bits. It's got some very fine acting in it. And the other Earth is, I suppose it's it, it's a device. It's it's a device within the film. The other Earth is not really important in the film. It, that's why people got confused. Oh, it's a sci-fi. There's another Earth. It's not that relevant it's more to do with other lives and other chances you know it's not to do with the physical earth there's so many flaws if you wanted sort of continuities and various things there's, there's this planet that you can see ten times bigger than the moon with your own eyes right and they're talking about it as if they you know it's billions of miles away and you know they've got nowhere known just get a damn telescope out you could probably see people walking around it's that close I think
3: I've seen this movie, have you? No, no. Um, oh, you've just read this? I was getting confused with After Earth, the Will Smith film. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, no, no. no, no uh, that, I mean, Will Smith is a good-looking guy, but I've got to admit, no, when, I'd rather look at Brit Marling.
3: Was, it was just when you said it had divided Pete into two camps, and I thought, my God, I, I didn't know anyone liked it. But that was because I, I was thinking about a wrong film. Sorry about that. Okay,
2: well, anyway, so Brit Marling, uh, she's the writer as well as... The, uh, she's an actress and a writer and a producer and a director and she's very young, very beautiful, very talented. And I should hate her, really, <laughs> but I, I think she's lovely. Yeah. And last but not least, I watched. Um, I watched, and it's, it's weird because it's on um, iPlayer. But it was last shown in two thousand and one or something. So it must be part of the the iPlayer part, which is part of the BBC Four collections, but I went to it through iPlayer and it's called, It's part of the Time Watch series and it's called The Empire State Story and it's just a documentary I can't remember, it wasn't long, it was less than an hour and it was just about the building of the World Trade Centre and it doesn't, It's nothing that dramatic, but the characters involved and the strong New York accents and and the footage back in the day of people walking along these beams at, you know, 80 floors up in the air with nothing holding them on and People that actually worked on it, talking to you and and what it was about, and it it, it it's funny. Um, when the what was it called, Canary Wolf Tower, whatever that's called, number one, where is called Canada Square or something, was built in London. I remember when they built it, and they built it at you know at the wrong time, as all like the Empire State was. It was built in the middle of the depression, and of course they couldn't get anyone in it no one could actually rent it and it was like 10 years and they were just leaving the lights on because no one was in it and I remember when they did the same thing at Canary Wolf and they were like oh they've spent a billion pounds <laughs> in this thing and there's no person in it well yeah obviously it is now and um, there was a girl, that came, girl a woman that came to work for the guy who uh, was in charge of trying to sort of build up the publicity for it and, and this woman was like the world's first PR woman she realised that it wasn't about what you said it was where you said it and how I rewrite your script to make it sound good when we send it to the newspapers and it was all very very interesting it's a really It's a really interesting story. It's it's like, this happens today, but this is where it all started, and this was where it was invented. So it's called The Empire State Story. It's uh, it's part of the time watch, and it's on the BBC iPlayer. I couldn't get it through the TV box. I had to do it through the computer. So I I really recommend that. It's a good watch. I don't think you'd be in a hurry, because I think it's been on there for a few years, and it'll probably be on there for a few years longer. But do watch it, because you'll forget I mentioned it a few
0: years. Carl, you look confused.
3: I was just wondering if, um, you know the picture of those workmen having lunch on that girder? Famous yeah. New York picture? I was just trying to remember that's the Empire State, but I think it's the Rockefeller Center. That I can't remember. But it's, I, every time like I, I think of these high-rises in the States, I just always think of that picture for some reason. Well, here
2: you go. You watch this Empire State story, you'll see people walking around. I, there was one beer that absolutely freaked me out. I'm not a hottest lover, right? I've been to the top of the entire State Building because of, that's what you do, isn't it? And um, there was a guy after it was built uh, cleaning the windows and he was just climbing out the window, <laughs> standing there and then hooking himself on. I was like, what about the bit between climbing out the window? It wasn't like they had a thing that went down the front. He just climbed out the blooming window and he had like a sort of strapped to him. He sort of hooked it on vaguely if he remembered and my heart was just going, I know this was 60, 70, you know, 70 years ago and it's, not happened and the guy's probably been dead 20 years and you're still making my heart jump out like <laughs> you're not a health and
3: safety officer i tell you like it, it
2: really yeah. and the guys the guys building it were mental and did you know only four people died building it Oh no six i think yeah but only two of them fell off <laughs> i don't know what happened to the other two but only That's two of them amazing. fell off there you go yeah. and it came in half the budget
3: it <laughs> came Stop. in under budget. Half the budget. <laughs> Half the budget. I don't get that <laughs>
2: anymore, do you? I think it was four, 14 months between breaking the ground or knocking down the hotel that stood there. Oh. to having this thing finished, and it was the budget was 50-something million dollars, and it came in at about 23. Dear me.
0: So well,
1: there you go. <laughs> oh, dear. Tone, what's on your um, list? Well... I think it was last week, wasn't it? I mentioned it's always sunny in Philadelphia and I wasn't overly impressed with it at the time. I've carried on watching it and now, yeah, I'm with you. I'm on board with it. Um, I think the main... I I just started to plough through a few episodes because they do zip by. Even even those early ones, they do zip by. And then Danny DeVito turned up and I think it massively improved it. (laughs) I don't. I don't know what it was, but it was just like the kind of character he's playing. You know, it, it fits in. You know, because none of them are particularly likable, the characters, but the situations they get into are just just brilliant. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm starting to think of it as sort of the situations they get in. It's like a live action version of what they do on Family Guy sometimes. You know, it's that sort of level. You know,
3: the absurd.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, you. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that something will happen one week and yeah, there'll be no consequence the next week, you know, <laughs> things like that as well. And you just see sort of at the start, you'll see a vague, oh, it w- this happened on this day sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, been you know, finally got into it. Um I'm glad I carried on with it. And I did say I was gonna keep trying with it. Um I also watched the last of the W1A. I didn't realise it was the last when I watched it. <laughs> i didn't realize it was going to be such a short series it's only four episodes Four? yeah oh dear i know i was surprised i don't know whether it's because one of the uh 2012 series went a bit long and they were trying to make some balance or something i don't know but oh i, I enjoyed it um the predicted sort of cameo return was there not for long <laughs> it really was sort of 30 seconds wasn't it but, yeah it
0: was a bit of, a, bit of I, a flying visit wasn't it yeah
1: yeah but I, I think if they do have another series she'll still be back Yeah. to be honest hmm. but that's <laughs> I, I do hope it gets another series because
0: you know yeah oh boy it should i think it's got legs
1: yeah definitely i mean it is you know carrying on the same same idea they've they could only ever get, like, those two series out of 2012. With this, it could be an ongoing, you know, thing. Even if they keep... it, I kind of want a full six-episode run next time, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it it didn't really have time to fully get going. (laughs) No, no. In a way, you know, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, you brought in two characters who were... you have been established, and then you, you spent four episodes... You know, people of people comparing it to twenty twelve directly. And, I, and then the second season, I think that could you know escape that problem.
0: It probably probably gives it a time to just say, right, this is your this is your show now. Carry on.
1: Be, yeah, yeah. Here, here you are. You've, you've still got your two main casts, but you know the other characters are building. But no, I thought they were you know, building them well, and then I thought, oh, there's going to be another two of these. Yeah. Yeah. I was majorly disappointed. Because <laughs> somebody actually did say, it's like, oh, that was the last one. It's like,
0: what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: dear. Um, and the last thing on my list, um, I found Stripes on Netflix. <laughs> I thought, you know, with the recent passing of Harold Ramis, you know, all right, I, I already did watch Ghostbusters again. <laughs> I thought you watch thought, that yeah. weekly
0: anyway, don't you? Uh,
1: Ghostbusters Friday. Friday. Very nearly. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters
0: go. Fright Day.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, just because I can quote it without even watching <laughs> You know, I found, I found that on DVD. It was, I, but no, I, I did find, I thought, you know, it, it was something I haven't actually seen for a while, Stripes. And I thought, oh, it's there. Great. I'll go and watch that. And it, yeah, it was you know, completely different. You know, Bill Murray's character is pretty much the same as he plays in anything. But, but Harold Ramis... Well, well, you know, Bill, Bill Murray. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah the one who doesn't exactly take things seriously but always comes out good, you know. Really.
0: And finally, Carl, what is on your list, sir?
3: Well, I popped my own my friends to watch Game of Thrones because I can't watch it any other way legally.
0: Oh, of course thanks, you did. Thanks,
3: Sky. <laughs> um, so that's fantastic as always and carries on nicely. Uh, all these different story threads all sort of like spreading out and this one had a nice little conclusion at the end of it as well it tied up something that happened this previous season it's it, was, it was quite sorry It's called the credits <laughs> it was um it was quite violent but it was quite satisfying at the same time right? so it, it's you know i love it now i've got to venture around my friends again and watch the second episode as well God, I don't know. anyway and um, we'll probably do a story next week about how it was the most stolen film Last week as well, or something. Um, continue watching Cheers. I'm up to season six, I think now. It's it's weird. As I go through, right, I'm trying to work out how Cheers works because they seem to shut at two o'clock in the morning, but then they've all been drinking all day, but then they all get in their cars and drive to their various <laughs> like homes. There's a scene, actually, where all, of, all the staff just walk out the bar and leave the bar open, and you're thinking... Who's who's running the bar? Who's stopping it getting robbed? It's all very well. And it seems to open like Norm Walk walks in at 10 o'clock in the morning and he's still there at 2am. I mean, I can't even manage that, for God's sake. It's the magic of television. It is.
0: It really is the magic of television.
2: (laughs) It it does strike me as Quite coincidental that the thing that you're, you watch the most and the thing that you enjoy the most is something that's named after a salutation to yeah. drink.
3: <laughs> and I do drink as I watch it as well because you know I can't sit there watching Norm knock back these beers. And well, that's, that's
2: the old-fashioned equivalent of joining in on Twitter.
3: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and the other yeah. thing I found interactive. The other old classic film for me, anyway, which was the first ever VHS film I ever saw around my uncles, because he was fairly rich, and he was the first one to get a VCR, yeah. was smoking the Bandit. Um, and thanks to Google Maps, there's a bit in it where he goes, we've got to drive from Atlanta to uh, Texarkana, wherever it is. They've got the Coors Brewery there. And he goes, it's only 900 miles there, 900 miles back. Well, I checked on Google Maps. It's 650 miles no. there and 650 <laughs> miles back, actually. So I'd just like uh. to point that out.
2: Yeah, but um, you know, you didn't take into account that the road system might be a bit
3: different. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You yeah. could they could get away with that one. <laughs> but you know, it's a classic. It's a classic like car chase movie, and it's it's Burt Reynolds still being charismatic as he was back then. And...
2: Was it his own wig then, or yeah, I,
3: I, Well, I don't know. He had the he had moustache. Is that the uh, one
2: with Sally Ann Fields in it? Sally Fields. Yep. Yeah. Why do I got Sally Ann Fields? Who's
3: <laughs> and of course, <laughs> I've just be- giving her a middle name. <laughs> and of course, like Buford T. Justice played by Jackie Gleason it's just a classic movie and it, it you know it's it's not the best movie on the planet but it's just nice it's one of those warm feeling movies because it reminds me of my childhood and uh, seeing that uh, yeah so my, my uncle we got two films when he first got his VCR he got *Smoking a the Bandit and Friday the 13th this one I love the other one scared the crap out of me <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear
2: one for the
1: ladies <laughs>
0: excellent let's well i think i think that's it we have a show yeah, let's call it a day let's call it that's a what day. you were about to say. let's call no, it a day <laughs> i was gonna say let's call it a day let's call it a show until next week maybe are we doing a show next week i don't know we'll discuss that after the show it only remains for me to ask you gentlemen where we can find you alex where can we find you sir
2: you can find me on AlexGFox on Twitter. And I've been thinking about that for about four minutes to make sure
0: I've got it right. Indeed. Well, you have got it right. Yeah, that's has got practice does for you. Excellent stuff. <laughs> Tone, where can we find you, sir?
1: Uh, also on the Twitter at Tone underscore 720.
0: Great stuff. Carl, what's your business?
3: You can find me on Twitter at Claw0101 or on the Mac and Forth at macandforth.com where we talk about all things Apple and Apple-related and other tech stories every week.
0: Excellent stuff. Thoroughly enjoyable, that one. And you can find me on Twitter at SF Drummer. You can also find me on that uh, Mac and Forth mini-show episode number two, wasn't it, Carl?
3: That's it, yeah. It's building up our figures. We almost reached 10,000 downloads since we started now. Excellent stuff. That's amazing.
2: What
0: real figures can do for you? Excellent <laughs> stuff. Excellent stuff. <laughs> that is all we have for this show. If you want to get in touch, drop us a line at airwaveshow at gmail.com, or you can leave us a comment at the-airwaves.com, or... You can get us on Twitter at AirwavesCast. Or, and here's another one, you can get to us on our Google Plus community. Just do a search for Airwaves or The Airwaves, and you will get there. Maybe next week we'll have a bitly link for you to follow or something like that.
3: So, uh,
0: yeah, we're getting more and more interaction on there, and it's all very, very
3: fun. I love it. I love Google Plus communities for interaction because you can post stuff, you get stories, you get comments immediately back. It's you can have little conversation threads.
0: I love it. Indeed. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We will return next week with another episode of the airwaves. Until then, take care everybody.
3: Bye-bye. Cheerio. Bye -bye. Bye bye.